and welcome to another edition of the CZWP Kale and Zach WrestleManiac podcast. <laughs> we are the WrestleManiacs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach's, uh, this is new information for Zach. Yep, yeah, I'm uh, I appreciate, shy, you know. <laughs> I appreciate you joining me on the podcast because it is also half your podcast, my friend. Yes, yes. Um, we come out of another football podcast that we've just done. Yes. So we're still in broadcast mode, but happy uh, podcast. Yes. Wrestling podcast. We had Raw... We had an NXT, we had a Dynamite, and we had Smackdown. a SmackDown. Yep. And uh, those are the big things that happen on the TV for the wrestling. There's some other stuff, too. But we're going to cover the major stuff, the major beats, and uh, that's what we do on Kale and Zach Wrestle Pod here. And we're always joking around and having fun, but thanks for tuning in. However you found us, we appreciate it. This is episode three. Uh, we did our Money in the Bank preview and review, and now we're going to get into the weekly happenings. We're going to break down, like I said, what's happening on those major shows. Um, so I guess we should get right into it, because like I surprised Zach at the top of the show, the wrestling week started out with a big surprise on Monday Night Raw, Zach. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't know what to expect coming out of Money in the Bank, and I was just like, What's going to go on from here? You know, it went from Becky Lynch was going to confront the challenger. Yeah. Then it went to Becky Lynch has a major announcement. So it was like, oh, what's going to happen here? You know, I didn't know anything. I was shocked as everybody else when, you know, Becky Lynch came out with uh, Money with in the, the Bank. Yeah, with the what did mo- you think when the champion comes out not holding the title but the briefcase? I didn't know what to think. I was like, well, this is quite shocking, you know. I didn't know what I didn't know what to think, you know. I you know, I didn't I don't know, you know, like I was just I'm still trying to process it right now and I'm just like, you know, we're going over it right now, but I'm still trying to process like what are my thoughts were, but it was just like, wow, like she's got the money in the bank briefcase. I wonder what the what she's going to do with it, you know. Yeah, and I don't know if you can think of, but I can't think of any other time where we've seen it set up like that where the champion came out with the briefcase yeah i can't think of it that happening in any other time right so that was definitely a first but that was only the beginning of what turned out to be kind of a massive segment now yeah yeah huge segment segment. huge huge announcement from becky lynch yeah we uh have oscar coming out and like yeah, saying, sort of like well, that's after my briefcase. Be- well, actually, Becky says she can't wrestle anymore, and then uh, Oscar comes out. She's like, yeah. <laughs> which I think I'm not making fun of her. I'm just no, saying. I think like, we mentioned know. before. Like, I love that she's yelling in Japanese. Yes, yes, I, I love that too. It works so well in her character, and I love it in the empty arena era. Yeah, anything you can do to fill noise and space, like. Asuka should be on guest commentary more, just yelling. And, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just real quick while we're on Asuka, and I, you know, um, I think those promos really work, too, because sometimes the scripting in WWE is so bad. Like, I feel like Asuka screaming in Japanese, her intentions make more sense yeah. than some of the English promos. No, I get, I you got know, you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, maybe because I don't know Japanese, so I'm not, like 
people don't talk like that because no, I don't I, know. No, I definitely, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, I her, agree. Yeah. I think her promos, even though I don't understand ninety five percent, well ninety nine percent of the words she's saying. Um, they're just as good as anybody's. So, right, yeah. right, right. Shout out to Asuka. Yeah. And yeah, anyway, sorry to no, derail the segment. No, it's fine. That's fine. Um, but, uh, so Asuka comes out and she's like, what are you doing with my briefcase, basically? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah well, I got that, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, Becky was like, you didn't win, uh, you won the money in the bank, but you've won the title. And uh, she was like, really? Like shocked and like she grabs the title and she's like dancing all around all the way up the up to the commentary area and she's like dancing on with like uh yeah doing the yeah, oscar dance yeah, the which oscar also dance. that has to be like a dance craze sweeping the nation by now <laughs> like that's got to be on tiktok and yeah the oscar dance is sweet yeah it is and it she's is. hilarious like dancing on the announce yeah. <laughs> just totally yeah. losing her mind because all of a sudden she's turns out she won the Raw Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. Yeah, and then uh, she comes back into the ring, and she's like, Becky Lynch just comes out and says, you go be a warrior in the ring, and uh, I'm going to go be a mom. And, and yes. then uh, uh, Asuka, I think that was a great moment for Asuka and for Becky, just to, for them to, like, I didn't think, like, Asuka really, you know, you know how everything's scripted. Yeah. And, uh it's just like maybe Oscar Wrestling, didn't. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it yeah, just seemed like you. it just didn't seem like Oscar really knew, but she she played surprised really well that she was like you know that I, yeah that like she was pregnant. You know, I wonder if she knew before. It seems like she must have known, but she yeah, did a yeah. really good job of just acting really genuinely surprised and happy for Becky, and especially with the rivalry that they've had. Yeah, this was one of those rare, really human moments on WWE TV. Right, right. Where I don't think in that in that minute it didn't matter for a second the history that these two wrestlers have had, which you know Oscar's been one of the biggest rivals for Becky Lynch. Right, She's right. one of the people they actually portray as being on her level. Yeah, somebody who can compete with the man, the very best in the world. Yeah, and she really is. And I love, like I just said to you uh, before the cast here, I love that. Becky Lynch said that to Asuka. You yes, know, You've yes. been the best women's wrestler in the world. She's really just one of the best wrestlers on the planet, period. Uh, man or woman, whatever. And I love that the show acknowledged that. And Asuka, if you're going to give the title to somebody like that, I think she definitely earned it by winning the money in the bank. But there's no better person. I think that, like, I think this was a really smart decision by wwe to put the title on Oscar on oscar the possibilities for the matches she can have are awesome yeah and she's very deserving i think you have a list of some yeah of i have accolades. her ac- yeah her accolades right here you know it goes to raw women's champion uh SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, NXT Champion, you know? Yeah, like the most dominant yeah. NXT Champion NXT probably Women's ever. Champion, sorry. Uh, yeah, but she I could mean, be the NXT Champion, you know, if she really wanted to. But no, even, I don't think any of the men who have held the title have had a run that's comparable right, to Asuka correct. in NXT. She, was, she destroyed everybody. I mean, maybe Adam Cole comes to mind, you know, in what he's doing right now, yeah. and his run isn't over. But Asuka right. is probably the most dominant NXT Champion, period. Yeah. Like, of anyone, but yes, yeah, correct. Keep, keep going. Uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Yeah. Uh, Women's Money in the Bank Ladder Match Winner. 
uh, women's money, I mean, women's uh, Royal Rumble match winner. Yeah, she won the first women's yes, Royal yes. Rumble, remember. I yeah. can't forget about this one, the inaugural Mixed Match, mixed match Challenge winner. Yeah, with The Miz, yes, right? Yes, yes. Team awesome. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. They yeah. were fun. Yeah, they um, were. Yeah. And then the yeah. Survivor Series match, Soul Survivor. Yeah. If that counts for anything. Asuka know. is amazing, and it's so cool that she has all of those um, on her list of accomplishments. I really have loved her in-ring performance for a long time. Obviously, the language barrier is difficult, especially in WWE. Um, I'm going to give them credit for finding ways to... Like, I love what they're doing now with the promos, letting her yell like a crazy woman in Japanese. It really fits her character. Like I said, I think her promos, even in a foreign language sometimes make a lot more sense than the ones in English. Yeah, um, and so to bring really it back, happy. sorry, to bring it back a little bit, it didn't really work when Paige was working with her because Asuka couldn't be herself, you right, know? Yeah, so and that's I how, love Paige, too, yeah, yeah. like, a lot. I kind of love Paige a lot. She's yeah, amazing, Yeah, Miss Paige. But, <laughs> and she could be great, I think, in that managerial role. But, right. yeah, you know, long-term, Asuka doesn't need anyone necessarily to speak for her i think she's really proven that especially with the work that she's done lately right i love i'm so i'm sad that becky lynch will be gone probably for a while um i congratulations becky lynch i think you're absolutely you know i'm not upset with her at all good for her for making a decision for herself her family not just her and seth can't forget Seth. and i mean seth who i'm sure we'll talk about a little bit his character going off the rails and i kind of love it um i just loved like his whole i don't know if it's because he's terrified to be a dad or if he's really that upset that he can't beat drew mcintyre i don't know what's going on with seth well let's finish up the sub the uh, the oscar who could be next for oscar what's next for oscar Oscar. you know i think it's nia Jax. i'm glad they didn't regate the title like the money in the bank to nia Jax to the title of nia Jax because (laughs) she's just she's not up there with oscar um you know she's down it but that well, she she can do squash matches with the title, but like I don't see her doing anything much with it, you know. I'm talking about uh, Nia Jax, not yeah. Asuka. But Asuka's a better than Nia Jax, I think. Um, if they do the interbrand, you know, matches, she can face Naomi. She can face like Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Um, once they, you know, like other and NXT, there's a lot of NXT. People that can come up and face, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Oscar, if they want if, if they want to go down that route, you know, since they have Charlotte coming up and whatnot. Even you know? at Raw right now, I think she can definitely have some banger matches with Bianca Belair. Yes, yes, comes yes. To mind. And also, I'd love to see Liv Morgan get into the women's title picture. I'm not saying Liv is at Oscar level just yet or anything like that. Um, and maybe Bianca Belair isn't either, although she has the physicality. I think oh, yes. you could put her right into the main event. I think Bianca Belair could be at the very top of women's wrestling. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of potential f- feuds there. And Becky had pretty much done everything. Zach, the question I want to ask, and we probably can't answer it right now, but I got to put it out there on record on the cast, is 
do you think Becky Lynch's title run has been one of the most successful title runs in WWE? You could maybe say ever, but at least in like the last several years. I can't think of a championship run that's been more dominant than what Becky Lynch did with the Women's Raw title from WrestleMania 35 through Monday night. Um, I, I mean, I can't she think, I can't think, lost you know? a match in the last year and a half? I don't think no. so. Basically, was it Survivor Series when she turned heel before yeah. the man... Before she got punched in the nose at yeah. that SmackDown. Yeah, when did she get punched? It, yeah. it was at SmackDown. And then that's that was what she around Survivor Series Yeah, time, that's right? what she couldn't, like, f- go against uh, um, Ronda Rousey, so right. she picked Charlotte. Right. And then Charlotte versus Rousey, and that's when Charlotte turned... I think she turned... The, I think she was already a heel then. Yeah. I, I don't know. But that's when, like, the man came out. Well, they tried to turn her heel, but I feel like they're, again, a situation where the crowd, like, people were going to cheer Becky Lynch. In that feud with Charlotte, people really wanted to back Becky. Charlotte was supposed to be the face, and Becky turned heel on her. But everyone was like, hell yeah, Becky. Yeah. You know, you get that justifiable heel like Becky was in her actions. Right, right. I mean, she had been in Charlotte's shadow, largely. Yeah. And I think fans were really happy to see her take matters into her own hands, yep, yep. be a little bit more badass. Yeah. You know, we loved the Irish last kicker. She yeah. was fun and cute, but she didn't exactly have that edge. No. Um, there might be a, a superstar we love on SmackDown right now who does a lot of fun and, I guess, cute stuff. I don't know if Otis is cute. But there again, maybe a similar situation. I don't know if right now he has the edge that you really see him as a top guy, as a potential right, champion. Right. And we'll get to that later, too. We'll get so, to yeah, it. You yeah. know, I'm always... No, it's around, all good. It's but, all good. Um, hey, it's a general wrestling yeah, discussion yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. There yeah. are no rules, man. <laughs> this is like a boneyard match. There are no rules on the CZWP podcast. We're just WrestleManiacs, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that was a great segment. We, we'll close it out with just saying congratulations to Becky and Seth. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, congratulations. And I loved how Rey Mysterio congratulated Seth, which I think was the only time in the show they acknowledged that, like, Seth was, you know, the dad here. Yeah. Um, of course, with him being a bad guy right now, he yeah. wasn't in, like, the celebratory moment <laughs> with Becky Lynch and all the other He was good at places. hiding it, though, you know. Yeah. Um... But yeah, interesting to see what happens there. What were some of the other? We gotta, we gotta speed up because we probably yeah. can't do fifteen minutes per segment. Some of the stuff that stands out on Raw. What the hell was with the basketball segment? Now, Zach, I told you I love when they do things where they try different things. So I'll give WWE credit. This is something that I think could be a lot of fun. And it wasn't that it wasn't fun, because I thought parts of it were really funny. I loved, like, the War Raiders or whatever the hell, the Viking Raiders, like, throwing the ball up into the rafters. But so the whole thing, like, what are you doing with this story, Zach? And why did it come around to, like, oh, well, actually, the uh, War Raiders are, like, actually really good at basketball like so they lose 74 to 2 but then they were faking it yeah like, it's really, just like really, really. why are you completely convoluting this even if you're gonna have them play basketball here's an idea 
give them a basketball and let them actually go and play basketball against right. each other. Right. Could it be any worse, really, than what we saw? And what? why am I supposed to believe that the Viking Raiders are a really good couple of basketball players who for some reason let you know, me up like the whole thing just i like i was thrown off i was thrown off by it it was a mess the yeah, whole thing it was. was a mess like anything you could do <laughs> anything you could do i could do better <laughs> and it's just it's it's very awful what's next a human throwing like they were talking about they're probably gonna do that yeah I'm, i think they're gonna do viking stuff and yeah. the street profits are probably gonna win and i really i like the street profits um I like them a lot, and they're running NXT, and I still think they have a ton of upside on the main roster. Yeah. Um, they're sort of becoming Raw's New Day yeah. at the moment. Um, and we they do, want the smoke. Yeah, we want the smoke. And I was with the line in there, by the way, one of the Viking Raiders like, actually, smoking is bad for your health. <laughs> yeah. Just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's he a Vince sh- thing. He should have just been like, I didn't say I want to smoke. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a weird segment. Um, man, Raw feels so long ago by Sunday. I'm going to have to start making bullet notes or no, something. No, I'm, I'm but looking at it right now. But I'm trying to think of what, else, just, really, what know, else stood out to you. Like that segment, and there again. Drew McIntyre coming out to confront... Andrade and then them having a match. That's you know? a little. That's a little bit weird the way that was all thrown together too. Um, yeah. What is up? So theory is gonna get kicked out of Zelina Vegas. Yeah, faction. it looks like it. It looks like it because yeah, he's just yeah. trying to prove that he's like the top guy in that faction. But it's really Andrade. Then it goes to uh, um, uh, in hell Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Angel Garza. Yeah. So, which I love when this faction started to be for totally selfish reasons, which is that like the more we can get Zelina Vega on TV. Oh yes. So if she wanted to come out with like every wrestler, I would personally be okay with that. Yeah. The trope would probably get old pretty quickly. <laughs> But if there was a week where she just wanted to like be at ringside the whole time, that's fine with me. Um, I love Selena Vega. I almost wish they would give this group a little more gravitas. I don't like that they are the job squad um, 3.0 or 5.0. Yeah. They just feel like a jobber faction. Um, but one of them is the United States champion. I don't know what's even going on with Andrade. I don't Who's, know. Has he even defended that any time? No, he hasn't, you know. So he they got to sort of figure just that had out. champion versus champion, but the belt's not on the line, you know. Just. You um, know. I would love to see, of course, and I thought maybe they were introducing this a couple weeks ago. I really think the, the feud there, especially with Zelina, is, um, you know, her real-life husband, Alistair Black, Black, yes. I think that Andrade and Black, who can put on bangers, and I do, Drew McIntyre and Andrade, which is a match you got on Monday, is always a a good match, but, you know, there's still stuff like that that they could do, I think, before they totally split that team up, but I feel like, I don't know if Selena Vegas faction is going to be around much longer, I don't know if they're going to get a name or anything, because it feels like they're already already falling apart, so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that, the basketball thing. You got the Iconics returning. Whoa, that's sick. See, I'm actually kind of quietly or secretly, not anymore, the secret's out, but a huge Iconics mark, um, you know, uh, 
they're just I think they're funny I like their shtick yeah. I know it gets a little bit like nail on the nails on the chalkboard <laughs> sometimes yeah. I got it like the <laughs> yeah but man, Peyton Royce, Total Babe, love yes, Peyton, yes. and Billy K too. Really, they're awesome. And, I just think they're funny, man. And they defeat Alexa Bliss, who I know you love, and uh, yeah, Nikki Cross. You know, well, it was an awkward uh, situation how they came on the the Bliss's like show. <laughs> yeah. First was, of all, I love Alexa Bliss on Raw is fine with me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Wild card or whatever. I guess the new thing we have to talk about is the brand to brand invitational. Inter- uh, whatever. Wild yeah. card 2.0, baby. Yes, yes. They just yeah. don't want to call it that. Yeah, they don't. Um, there's probably some stupid rules and stipulations that I'm sure they'll ignore in two weeks. You know, yeah, like you remember yeah. when wild card was only going to happen, like, I don't know. It started with rules, and then like two weeks into it, there were no rules. Right, it was right. Boneyard match in two weeks. There's no <laughs> rules yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I love Alexa. Alexa, there again, Moment of Bliss could be on every show. Um, well, I, I don't know. I guess the segment's not always the best, but Alexa is. But Zach, I've talked to you about this. You know I don't love, and it's such a WWE thing. It's like, hey, here's this team that's back, and what do we have them do? Immediately beat the champions, make yeah. the champions look weak. Yeah. And the Iconics are fun and good, but I don't think we need to put the tag titles right back on them. I thought they were going to be repackaged. It seemed like pretty much the same package. And I like the Iconics package. I mark out huge for, like, the thing they do in the beginning. Yeah. Maybe it's just, like, the the hip thing from Peyton Royce, whatever it is. (laughs) I like the Iconics. I was excited to see them back, but... um, for now, you know, like, with the same act, I guess it might get old pretty quickly, and I don't love that they beat the tag team champions, but yeah, it's WWE. It, d- it that's doesn't how, make sense, you know? That's how yeah. they book. They'll have yeah. a championship match down the road, but, of course, you knew the Iconics were going to win that match with it being a non-title. Even well, we they can't, can't say, say that, that anymore. anymore. Yep. <laughs> we might call this the non-title podcast. <laughs> Because there are no rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, then we get to the Aleister Black and Rey Mysterio over Seth Rollins and Murphy match. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's a lot to take away you from You just that take one. away that uh, Seth Rollins comes out with a blank stare on his face. You know? That was the story of the match. Seth didn't want to play. Yeah. Uh, he's all Until messed he, up. His yeah. freedom is over, I guess. His life is, he's going to be a dad now. Um, you think it's an eye for an eye <laughs> thing when he shoves Ray's eye into like the? Okay, that was actually really cool. I am interested to see where they go from there um, because they kind of made it seem like Seth snapped. I liked how in the end he came yeah. in and said, "I don't know what happened back there." So is are we gonna have Seth losing his mind, Rollins? Is that the new character direction? I don't know. And are they gonna spin it that it's because? He's going to be a dad. Like, I don't really get where his motivation is coming from now that we have this massive announcement. I'm interested to see how they play that off in storyline. And do you think Seth is going to take time off too? Or That's a possibility. You know you like... know what I think might be cool long term? Um, and I hope that Raw and SmackDown don't have to come from the Performance Center for like the next year. But who knows? Maybe they will. But... Maybe you keep Seth Rollins at NXT. Um, you know, at least it used to mean that you could stay in one place, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know what it means now, but, you know, Seth Rollins with a lot of history at NXT, uh, one of those guys that you hear rumors from time to time about going back and having a run, so that could be interesting, but yeah. that's way down the road, yeah. probably. I don't know what they do with him next, but I like crazy heel Seth. I do, hell. I do as well. Yeah, go crazier, Seth. Have crazier hair every week. You yeah, know. crazy yeah. look, crazy yeah. hair, crazy whatever. Just check out. Like he was, he was pretty cool. He was like pushing his gut out and like trying to look like just. I liked his body language. Yeah. He was just like slouching. Yeah, I don't know. He was doing like a you know Orange Cassidy impression. I was just waiting for him to put his hands yeah. in his pocket. <laughs> I guess that's basically Seth's new character. Maybe I'll just call him freshly squeezed Seth Rollins. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, we want to get to the end of the Raw program. Yeah, probably. You know, Randy Orton, uh, you know, challenges Edge, you know. No, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Like, come Both on. Both great you know, guys, yeah. performers, yeah. but I don't know but that we he, need more. It looks like first or. Randy Orton was going to say, hey, you were the better man at WrestleMania. It took like a couple weeks after WrestleMania, a few weeks, whatever, for him to for them to come back and, you know, say like he was a better man. And then yeah. walks away, comes back, says, I tried to do it, I can't do it. And it's like that moment of, Maybe that's it. That's it. He's just going to say you were the better man and walk yeah, away. Oh, yeah. no. He's coming Swerve. back. <laughs> oh, and he's going to say something else. And then they think that it's going to be one of the best pure wrestling matches. Yeah. And which, then you have Charlie oh, Caruso yeah. at the Poor end Charlie, saying, yeah. oh, my God, this could be one of the best wrestling matches ever. And I'm like, you don't need to say that, Charlie. <laughs> And Charlie, we can amazing. we can we can read that they they're talking about it. It's just a little rant by me. I'm sorry, guys. Um, she's we know we're wrestling fans. We know yeah. this. We know it could be a great wrestling match. I don't think it will be. That's just my opinion. That could happen years ago if you didn't injure his freaking neck. Yeah. But I'm just saying, this is too late now. And yeah. we don't need Charlie to say this could be a great wrest or one of the best greatest the. I'm. I don't know. Yeah. The greatest wrestling match of all time? No, no. Yeah. I no. Agree. No. Man, I love the rant, and I feel bad for Charlie having to say something like that because that's something. If you say that, as soon as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, "That was stupid to say." First of all, you're never going to have the best wrestling match of all time without fans in, in attendance. And right. I'm sorry. You know, I don't like to like. I like to minimize that aspect of it because what the the world is what it is right now and you have to do the best you can in the situation yeah. so again i give these companies a ton of credit for even trying to put forth an entertaining product but um yeah you're not gonna have the best wrestling match ever without an audience and you're right it's not gonna happen between edge and randy orton in 2020 not that they even would have had necessarily the best match ever a decade ago, but they might have been able to make a little bit more of an argument. This is a weird feud, because they start out with the street fight at Mania, and now we're going to a regular wrestling match. Maybe it's basketball by SummerSlam. <laughs> you never know. 
But you I'm know just, what? I'm, I'm, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I no. love your rant on you, this. You know, because <laughs> you look at this. Ahead. If you wanted to build it up to a great wrestling match, you have the wrestling match first. Yeah. And then if yeah, Edge loses, exactly. you say you go to my mind because Edge is crazy. Yeah. And then Edge is like, okay, we'll have the freaking um, no holes barred match because that's what I feel comfortable with or something. What are you doing, which, WWE? Which would have had more heat if they had done it that way. And there again, I like when they try to do things differently but this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, what is the motivation for Randy Orton to challenge Edge in a... Oh, well, I'm the better wrestler. Okay, Randy. I mean, there it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And honestly, if Edge is really back, of all the feuds you could do, of all, like, give him Brian, you know, give him... AJ Styles. Of all the feuds you could do now that Edge is back, like, I get starting with Orton, but now we're continuing with Orton, and, like, how long is it going to go with Orton? I have a feeling, like, this is going to end in an RKO, uh, rated RKO reunion, which isn't necessarily a bad thing on the end of this, but it's just... It's all happening backwards. They should have done the tag team first and that. built to a breakup. It's just weird. It's a back. It's I'm annoyed. Back. I'm annoyed. I'm a little annoyed. <laughs> you know because, I, you know we we know predictability with the WWE. Yeah. We sometimes could write for WWE, but sure. I, I'm not sure about this though. You know, I'm usually it's predictable this, but. I didn't know this was going to happen. And really, the icing you know, on the cake is best match ever because nobody thinks that it's going to you know, be the I, best match You know, I wasn't watching ever. wrestling for this, but I was told that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and uh, um, who was... Macho Man. Macho Man was the yeah. greatest wrestling match of all time. Three. Yeah, that's what was just happening on uh, Tuesday night. So if you want to look at the greatest match, go look at that match. Don't call this match the greatest match of all time, you know? Yeah, or really, I mean, any, like, yeah, it's, yeah, I won't even get into it. There's been so no, many it's great all, wrestling it's, No, no, it's all good, to, it's all good. But it ain't gonna be the best wrestling no, match of all and time. No, I'm just Spoiler ranting, alert. I'm just ranting, because that's how I <laughs> yeah. feel. I don't know how you feel, but I'm just telling you right now, that's how, like, it's, I'm just a little energy. crazed. I thought just a little awesome. crazed about it, you know? This is the, this is the Z-Man doing his thing, I love it. So what do you, that's wrong. That closes out the show. By the way, can I just, shout out to Shayna Baszler for her line, I did, I cracked up about the, you know, she basically said that Seth and Becky's baby was going to be a little shit. She didn't yeah, say that, yeah. but basically, and I thought that was hilarious. And, and she said that to Natalia that, like, the heart dynasty yeah, ties with her. Oh, that was good. <laughs> and then I love that she just completely destroyed Natty. That was sweet. No offense to yeah. Natalia. Not I didn't know we should have brought that up, but, like, it was good. She pulled yeah, it's just a squash match. Yeah, I just thought yeah. it was cool to make, you know trying to keep Shayna looking like some kind of a badass. I just thought it was good. It was a funny line from her about... She said the kid was going to suck, I think, yeah. which is probably true. I mean, it's a baby, but... <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah. I think we got... I'll touch on NXT real quick. That's um, fine. Because we got a lot to cut. We don't have time to go through it all anyway. The main storylines are right off the bat, the tag team, NXT Tag Team Championship, which surprisingly changed hands... Thatcher and Riddle, the newly bros, newlywed bros, whatever, you know, um, they lose the tag team titles. Thatcher walks away in the middle of the match. I thought it was really well done. Uh, Matt Riddle puts up a little bit of a fight, but Imperium, your I new like tag it, team I like gym, Imperium. Imperium is cool. Um, I have, I do occasionally check out like the NXT UK and stuff. 
Uh, Imperium was a big part of why I would check that show out. Uh, I guess I haven't so much the last few weeks, but hey, there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, Imperium is an awesome team. Eichner and Bartel, phenomenal wrestlers, very deserving. They could have a fun run as NXT Tag Champs, and I think you have a great feud between Matt Riddle and Thatcher. What's his first name? Something Thatcher. Tim Timothy Thatcher. Tim Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher, who's really good. I don't, I wanted to say like Timothy Thatcher, but he's not British no, at no, all. He's, he's Timothy from Thatcher, California. Yeah. But uh, so that was cool. In your house, NXT in your house is going to be really really fun because we're going to be in our house anyway. So exactly. let's just throw it out there. Um, you know, another the whole segment out. with Trips and the Road Dog and H U K was funny and that was good. Um, other NXT highlights. Uh, the the um the cruiserweight. The, I don't know if you care the about the Cruiserweight tournament yeah, yeah. is cool. I think they're making some interesting feuds out of that. Um, Do you think Drake Maverick is the hero that not I think the hero but keeps, building that keeps story the job? Out. You know, yeah. is that good? Is that good to like you know? Okay, well you're gonna get, lose your job. He he cries on Twitter. Yeah, this is another ant. You know, you fire him. He cries on Twitter. <laughs> it's not a joke to lose your job. No, it's not. You know, and then oh, let's make a storyline out of it. What's and then he's gonna be the champion. And then like, what happens? What yeah, do you do? That's a tough spot. You know, and you can't. <sighs> But eventually, of course, they'll have a match. Jordan Devlin, who is the Cruiserweight champion who's stuck in the UK, he'll be back to eventually take on whoever wins that tournament. Um, but yeah, and uh, what um, Killer Cross and Scarlet, Carrion uh, Cross is Karrion his name Cross, at NXT. Yes. They have another good vignette. Excited to see them do more. Um, uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I think the women's tag team championship could come to NXT. And I could see it going on Dakota Kai and Gonzalez. And also the Dinner with the Garganos, which is weird segments. I kind of like them more than I think a lot of the internet world, nestle- wrestling world. Gargano and Candice LeRae are both incredible baby faces, and it's the heel thing with them is weird, but I'm giving them a little bit of time to figure it out, and I think they're actually doing pretty well. Uh, no, weird I segments, I, I, but... I watched the first segment, to be honest, when they uh, first brought it out. They're a little weird. I, I taped it this week, and I watched part of it, and then I like something happened, but still, I do like it, too. It's like It's not like the purge or anything, but it's like... They go, like, it's wacky. Yeah, the camera, they're doing some weird stuff with it when it cuts to, and I think it's supposed to be, like, their inner, I don't, I haven't really figured out what they're doing there Um, their inner demons or something like that, yeah. Something, and, you know, we'll see. Not the purge, what I was thinking, it's something different, you know. I kind of get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it has a feel to it, and I guess I'm going to give them a little bit of time to develop that and see where it goes. I just hope it goes somewhere, you know, that's the sort of thing they might just never do again. Right, right, yeah. What happened to that? I don't know, but I'm going to give them a chance. And I think that was NXT. We we should go probably well, go on. Well, this, actually, you have Finn Balor versus Cameron oh, okay. Grimes. Yeah, Cameron Grimes some. gets the win off of Finn Balor, but now with a little help from uh, this was like one of the best parts of NXT too. With yeah, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Priest. You know, it's like the problem was Finn Balor got attacked, attacked. Uh, in the backs end of uh, locker room, and then uh, like he didn't show yeah, up to like three weeks be ago. with Velveteen Dream, yep. and uh, for his tag match, and so uh, 
Yeah, so the problem is, the issue now is Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, yep. which I think will be a good match. I've watched Damian Priest for like a couple weeks now. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I've just gotten into NXT a little bit more now since, you know. Yeah. Be, yeah. So I think Damian Priest has that, you know, I watched takeovers a couple times with Damian Priest in that triple threat match with, uh, I forgot who it was, but like he was in a good, he could have won. He was in one with, uh, he's been sort of in the North American title scene. Yes, yes. With Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Dijakovic. Yeah. I think that was even the triple threat and they can do some great work. I like Damian Priest. The character is interesting. I don't know if he's, he's like some kind of vampire archer. Um, with the shooting, the, the flame yeah, arrows yeah, and stuff, the, yeah, and he yeah. wants to live forever, so I'm assuming he's, like, some kind of vampire, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had the, the women in a while. Maybe it's a social distancing thing. When he first came into NXT, I believe, I always remember him, like, he was always hanging out with a bunch of babes. He had, like, a godfather thing going on. Not that he was a pimp, but, you know. <laughs> Um, I think it could be a cool feud with Balor. It's a little bit of a different NXT feud. Balor's been in a lot of the bangers with the... NXT sort of has a type with its Gargano's, its Adam Cole's, where they're not the massive sort of Vince McMahon stereotype pro wrestling guy. They like speed on NXT. They have these five-star matches with Ciampa and Gargano and, and, you know, the people I mentioned, and they're fast and hard-hitting and lots of kickouts and... Um, Damian Priest, a little bit of a different style of wrestler. He can still go. He's incredibly yeah. talented. But I, I think Balor and him will have an interesting feud. I'm actually pretty jacked for that one. Um, I think it puts Balor and Imperium on hold, but I'm okay. You know, there again, current state of the world. Probably yeah. better to have him feuding with Damian Priest. Yeah. He's a little more local. I'd pretty sure, yeah. I don't think Walt, I don't know where Walter is in the world right now. But, uh, yeah, a lot to a lot going on. NXT is cool. And, yeah, so Damian Priest and also Cameron Grimes, probably two of the NXT stars that, since they've been on USA, they've really been booked really well. I like Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Grimes, too. Coolest hat in pro wrestling. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. he's actually building up a pretty good name for himself. And that's a huge win over Finn Balor. I love his finisher, that stomp. The, the knees to the Yeah, it's neck like they're whatever, sort of, yeah. they've booked it at NXT like an RKO or a uh, Black Mass where, like, as soon as he hits that, like, that's your, yeah. your yeah. Cameron Grimes match can end at any moment with that move. And I like when wrestlers have that. Out of nowhere, yeah. finishing moves. So yeah, Agreed. good stuff. Looking forward to more. NXT is good, man. And uh, um, I know we we don't really do an AEW. I don't think we should because we don't have time right now. But I guess the big, I don't even necessarily remember the big things. Um, the the yeah. inner circle smashed. They killed Vanguard One. That was my big takeaway. And I love the inner circle. Um. Yeah, there was some good matches, as there generally are in AEW. Um, they're building towards their pay-per-view. Double or Nothing is, like, in a week, a week from last night. So. It's on, uh, it's going to be on the 23rd. Yeah, right? so that's Saturday night. 
But um, so they did a lot of stuff to position that. You know, they have uh, Moxley versus Brody Lee versus Brody Lee, of course, also known as Luke Harper. Yeah, yeah. Um, the TNT title match, I think, is going to be a really big Cody deal. Cody versus Lance Archer. The big news is Stadium Stampede, which should actually be really, really fun. It's going to be a goofy kind of crazy match, but it'll probably be fun. Uh, really looking forward to Stadium Stampede, just something different in this no-fan era of wrestling. AEW, it's good stuff. We'll get more into their reviews in future weeks, but we got to round it out with the SmackDown. Um, and SmackDown, really interesting what they're doing with Otis, I think. Obviously, Mr. Centering Money it around Otis. Yeah, he's been the main event the last three SmackDowns. Of course, the huge win at the pay-per-view, Money in the Bank. Opens up with Otis. So, yeah, he opened the show. Uh Miss TV, which was a little bit weird. You know you're going to get a lot of Vince comedy. I hope he doesn't ruin this Otis Breaks run. the chair. Yeah, of course. So, like, now he can't sit down in any chairs or do anything Can't climb a ladder, you know. What is your take on this, like, where do they go with Otis and the money in the bank? And what, where do we go? What do we do now <sighs> that he's got the briefcase? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we I both guess he, love Otis. I, yeah, I love Otis. You know, he's you Otis. Hit, you you know? hit the nail on the head with the Chris Farley. We yeah, were texting. I, te- I was li- I was he's, recapping SmackDown, and yeah. I and I texted you last night, and I was just like, you know, he reminds me of Chris Farley and like Tommy Boy. You know, when he was like, yeah, Tommy he was, Boy, he was like, oh my God, yeah. bees or yeah. something. You know, yeah. like he he just like he has that character of Tommy Boy of Chris Farley. And it's yeah. just like, maybe that's what I was missing the whole time. Is like maybe that's his character, you know, the blue collar guy. I feel like they're you know? leaning into that, and I feel like that's where his appeal would be to a mainstream audience. I sort of get trying to get him into that Chris Farley kind of groove. Who at the height of his popularity, Chris Farley was one of the most popular yeah. comedians on the planet. Fortunately for Chris, it didn't last very long, but. Um, yeah, Otis. That's how really I feel. Great. That's how I feel about Otis. He has that comedic timing. He's really good. I love the comedy that he does. I love Otis as a character. My only concern, and I voiced this with you over the last couple of days, I don't know if I can take him seriously as a contender for the Universal Championship. Yeah, and I agree. There's a balance somewhere, and maybe they can find it. I think they have their work cut out for them. I hope they have their good writers on this one over at SmackDown. It's probably just Vince, so God help us all with where this storyline goes. Yeah. I would love to see Otis elevate himself to being taken more seriously as a main event and a championship contender, but I want him to be able to do that and not completely lose what got him so popular in the first place, which is his you know, comedic flair, his timing. So I don't know how you balance that. Braun Strowman is a big, scary dude. I think... Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm almost done with this rant on it. No, sorry, you um, go, Rant. We have our rants, you know. No, I mean, I just... I'm worried... I'm worried about how they make it all come together. I don't want it just to be that Mandy crushes his heart. Like, I want Otis to have a chance to develop and to really grow into this a little bit more of a badass, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't really know how you do that and still keep the essence of Otis. That's a tough challenge. I think a lot of it's going to be on him. 
And also his supporting cast, you know. Um, still, we need to see how Mandy obviously plays into this. Yeah. Uh, Sonia and Dolph, who they have a match with next week. Or they do with Tucker. Tucker, that's... Yeah. Where was Tucker? Uh, apparently got dysentery on the Oregon Trail, which is a funny little way to write it off. But how many weeks now is Tucker going to be out of the picture? Do him and Otis break up? Are they going to... Is there still a chance the briefcase goes to the tag team titles? They didn't seem to make any mention. And Mandy kind of wanted Otis to cash in on Yeah, we'll get to that at the end. We'll get that to at the end. But But yeah, let's keep going. But we can talk about how Otis, you know, played up. Not played up, but just brought up his uh, disability and, and how The Miz brought up his... Like his family and his stuff, and how he looked when he was younger, he had a certain look. Yeah, and, he, and it's not the prototypical champion that you might see right. on wrestling. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Well, I thought that the Miz and Morrison were doing sort of the typical high school bully. No, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, totally. Um, I did like the Miz's line about if Otis was pregnant, that he should probably. You know, give up his briefcase, yeah. which is so you know stupid. The man, but he's like, know, hey, it's 2020, up. so anything's yeah. possible. Yeah, but you remember that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger with the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the baby? Mr. Mom, or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. that's called. I don't think it's called Mr. Mom. But yeah, yeah, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, The Miz is, is great, and uh, like, I like Miz TV too. Yeah. Like, it's usually a pretty fun set. Johnny Drip Drip? Yeah, more, Miz and Morrison <laughs> yeah. are great, man. They're yeah. funny. They're cool. They're such good. They're so good as heels. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, we go on to the Intercontinental Ch- Championship Tournament, yeah, which Sami Zayn is not wanting to work, I guess. That's what the rumors are. Yeah, which is good for him. I appreciate yeah. where he's coming from, but I also understand you can't have a guy just sitting out with the IC title, so I'm yeah. glad that they took it off of him. But I love Sami Zayn. So, he probably is going to yeah. be buried forever after this. He yeah. might as well sign with AEW yeah. now. Because Sami Zayn would probably be better there anyway. Yeah. Because um, Sami's awesome. He's a great wrestler and just yeah. great on the mic, all around kind of guy. They always just make him look like kind of a loser weasel. Uh, yeah. But hey, sorry. No, it's all right. El Generico. He was <laughs> for a long time on the Indies, man. Good old uh, Sami Zayn. But yeah, but the tournament stuff. starts off. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, I'm just rambling. Elias defeats <laughs> Elias defeats King Corbin in a match that was way too long. I thought personally, but yeah. I actually I think they're both awesome wrestlers, and uh, you know. Like, Elias and Corbin can both actually... They can put on a great match. Yes. I just... It was a little long for me, personally. Yeah. Uh, It just felt like it dragged. But I'm happy that Elias went over. I thought Corbin was probably going to win the whole damn tournament. Yeah, probably, because they want to push Corbin any (laughs) chance they they get. They want to push Corbin. I don't understand it, but, you know, that's WWE. I mean... Corbin, you know, he's worked his way. He's a company from, guy, Yeah, man. yeah. You know, Andre the Giant, Battle Memorial, Battle Ro- whatever, you know. Um, he's been wrestling in, like, a suit. Maybe he's not anymore, but, I mean, there again, he just does whatever they ask him to do. Yeah, it's like, you're going to wrestle in a three-piece suit you know? now. Yeah, he's yeah. like, all right. Like, you're going to be a king now. All right, whatever. You Maybe might be in a final title. No, you're going to... I'm sure he'll be a world... Gonna, he'll be universal champion yeah, soon you, enough. Yeah, you're going to face, uh, you're gonna face <laughs> Drew McIntyre yeah, oh, Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's keep it going. Um, we're almost we're Dana on, like, Brooke getting a push. Yeah, she meets Naomi, Na- Naomi again, again, which yeah. is really significant. I mean, it's not 50-50 booking, which I love. Make Dana deserves a push. She's been a hard worker for a long time. Yeah. Um, I like Dana Brooke. Give her let's see what she can do, you know. 
And then after after that match, you have Charlotte Flair coming out to start start the feud between... Well, not start the feud. Well, yeah. yeah, Ignite it a little bit, you know? Maybe just like... Pouring some gas on. No, not the gas. Maybe Maybe like put the sticks sticks, like in the... Yeah, not gas yet. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you want to put the sticks like to lay the groundwork, you mean, for it? I thought it was good. Um, Having, uh, yeah, Charlotte Flair caught an in-ring promo. The the blocking throughout all that was really good, how Charlotte was sort of trying to speak directly to Sasha and Bailey would literally step in between and just kept talking over Sasha you know, and being like, well, actually, I am the, you know, and being like, yeah. Bailey being like, I am the greatest SmackDown Women's Champion and this and that. And Sasha, the whole time, kind of biting her tongues, yeah. doing the play. I was about to talk, kick, you know. And yep, then, uh. Doing the Scotty Pippen number two <laughs> thing, you know. And then, uh. Charlotte was like, you're your own woman, you know, you're yeah. a sick, you're like a five-time champion, a first ballot Hall of Famer, we battled and had great matches, we tore down the show, you know, uh, we went, we, we went the first Hell in a Cell match together, you yep. know, all their accolades, and then, that was pretty, uh, good to start that up, you know, start the whole, uh, but I still think they need to hold off on yes. this feud, my worry as it was happening was that they were gonna bring it too much into focus right now. So I'm happy that the segment didn't end with Sasha like clocking Bailey. Right. I was right, worried right. they were gonna go too fast. Yeah. But I love the pace this is at and Charlotte's amazing. There again, she I think they're gonna play into her shtick now. She's gonna be on all three shows. She'll be back yeah. next week. Bailey yeah. versus Charlotte that should will be, be a good fun. Match, Champion yeah. versus champion. Charlotte is elevating the NXT brand. It's very clear what her job is right now, putting her on all the shows with that title. And there's nobody better to do it. Charlotte elevates the show she's on. I don't know if she's the rating straw she claimed to be on SmackDown, but, I mean... That's what she's supposed to say. You she's put Charlotte Flair, right? Flair on Flair. TV, it makes sense. Yeah. Charlotte's amazing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, and always looking... I think Bailey and Sasha are two of the best things all week on wrestling right now. They've really grown into their roles that they're playing. Their role model good. roles. Their role models, and they are. <laughs> yeah. And they're good. And can I just say that there is just a... I like AEW a lot. The one area where they really clearly Oh, we'll talk about We'll talk about this another time. Women's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is a discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. for another day. And the match on Dynamite, the four-way women's match, which was pretty well booked and put together, I've heard a lot of praise for this week, but I'm telling you, the match was slow. Um, and Britt Baker's doing great character work, but she just... The match wasn't... I wasn't as sold as some people are on that match, and I still think... I think if you took a Liv Morgan or, like, a Dana Brooke, yeah, she it, could instantly be, be the best that. wrestler I remember you said that. Or it could be champion, yeah. She could... Dana Brooke could easily be the AEW Women's Champion, and that's... They need to build up their women's division. I'm sure they will, and I do like some of the work that some of the women there do, but it's not nearly what WWE's women's yeah. divisions are yet AEW but they'll get there what do you think of the Forgotten Sons promo that was interesting I want I kind of feel like in my heart I want the Forgotten Sons to be baby faced I want them oh, to yeah? be good guys um, I mean I get their 
thing. It's cool that they have one. I felt like they never even had it at NXT where they're like, we weren't embraced, you know, we served our country and people didn't embrace us when we came back, so now we're going to punch you in the face or something like that. But That's I just think, okay. I, I feel yeah. like people might almost like to cheer for the Forgotten Sons. Maybe I'm wrong. I never really felt that way when they were at NXT, but I feel like there's... Isn't there a lot of sympathy for what Riker said in that promo? Like, don't we have sympathy for the veteran who comes back and sort of gets a cold shoulder? Why do I want to yeah. go and boo those guys? Yeah. Like, I kind of want to support them. It would be different if they were in with a crowd, like you're saying all the yeah. time, you know? Like, yeah. if, the, if they were out there talking about it in a crowd, you would have some people, like, cheering and yeah. stuff like that. But I feel like people might want to get But the no them. crowd, nobody's like, you know, I don't get the feel for that, like, that much yeah. on Twitter when I'm looking on Twitter, you know? So I think we kind of hit the big beats. One thing, and I know... Not yet. Hold on. Well, we got... We're getting... Our time is like... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. We're Uh, getting up there, man. uh, Sorry. (laughs) Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Daniel Bryan wins. Yeah. Drew Gulak, I've heard, uh, gets released or... I really hope he's not gone. I really thought that was his best match yet and was really, like, kind of becoming a fan of Gulak. But, yeah, I guess, you know, it's WWE. And then uh, Braun Strowman and Otis defeat The Miz and uh, John Morrison. And Otis kind of teases cashing in but doesn't. But Manny comes out and teases and she's, like, dancing and she's nodding her head. Yeah. And, like... Otis drops the like the money in the bank and he's like, All right. And then he's like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding with the fist pump, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. You yeah. Know? Um That's interesting. I don't know what's gonna happen there, but I feel like they're definitely telling you that at, at least right now Otis is not on Braun Strowman's level. Right. At least that's the vibe I got from all that. He's, like, tiptoeing around Braun, just like, please don't kill me. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to cash in. Like, there's nothing about Otis being like, yeah, you should watch the hell out. I'm coming for you. It's like, oh, no, don't mind me, Braun. I'm your buddy. So they got to somehow go from that to making Otis actually convincingly cash in. I'm just going to be disappointed if he bumbles around like an idiot on some random SmackDown, Mandy's like, do it, cash in! And he tries to cash in, gets super bombed, and, like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, WWE man. I just feel do, like know? there's so many more ways they can screw it up than they can get it right. Yeah. And I hope that they get this one right, because I want Otis to, like, I want him to be champion, I think. Otis I does three things. Get gets there. the girl, gets the briefcase, yeah. gets the bell. You know? Let's do it. You but know? they got to find a way to do it. I also don't want him to, like, you know, sit on a chair that breaks and then he falls on Braun and I pins know. him. I don't I want know. it to be... Yeah. S- or, like, you know, Mandy, like, somehow rolls him on top. Like, I don't want it to be some stupid... Like, the Fiend comes out, like I said earlier. The Fiend comes yeah. out, gives him the claw. Then Otis is like, Mandy comes out, shit. come on, come on. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he just, like, waddles out <laughs> yeah, and pins him. Yeah. I want Otis to actually have a moment if he's going to win the title and do it on his own yeah. merit. Like, no, be feel, a yeah. badass for a few minutes and go down and cash in. And pin the monster. I want him to do it, but I don't. I feel like it's all going to end in a shit show for Otis. <laughs> but hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> but Zach, I think we're pretty much in about at our hour. And yeah. uh, I think we pretty much went through it. I'm sure the more we do this, we'll dial it in more. Yes, sir. Um, but good shit, man. I thought it was a good week. Sort of a renewal of a week. It felt like they took some new directions 
Um, at least in WWE, you know, between Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. New things on all the shows. I think every week they're getting a little bit better at putting these shows on in the current atmosphere. Um, And we hope it doesn't have to be this way for too long, but I thought it was a pretty good week in wrestling, man, all things considered. Yes, sir. So we're feeling good about it. Yes, sir. C and Z, WP. You're C. I'm Z. That's right. That's how we do it. I know I threw WrestleManiacs into it. I have fun with that. When I was a kid, I used on the VHS, I'd record all the... I used to get the pay-per-views, like... My parents would order order them. We'd watch them with friends. We had a satellite dish. That was a big deal in the small town I lived in. Yeah. So we'd have people over to watch the big time wrestling, you know. And like um, WrestleMania 10 was one of the first. But I remember I had them on VHS and my dad would always write like WrestleManiacs. Like I remember the tape said <laughs> WrestleManiacs 10. Yeah. And like one of, I think in SummerSlam that year he wrote Bummer Slam. You know, so I don't know. I still use that stuff. That's what's fun about wrestling for a lot of people, those connections to when we were kids, you know. I saw Bret Hart versus Yokozuna in a steel cage match at Madison Square Garden in 1993. I was seven years old. My life was changed forever, Zach. So that's, you know, just, I guess, since, at the end ta- of the episode. Since, since we're talking yeah. about, like, our first accounts with WWE. Or Diving WWF, deep, yeah. Well, for mine was, my sister, like, turned it on, and uh, I, I was watching, and it was, like, Undertaker vs. Mark Marrow or something. Nice. And it was, like, a tombstone, and then they put him in the uh, body bag, and then Ooh, they dragged him off. And yeah. my mom's like, I was like, my mom comes in, she's like, what's this? And we're like, wrestling. And it was like, she's like, What's he in a body bag for? She's like, turn this off! And then I was like, no, no! And then just like oh, the started watching it. Yeah, just started watching from there, you know? That's awesome, man. Well, we're going to talk a lot about wrestling because we still enjoy it and have fun with it. And, you know, if you're just finding this podcast, we're going to talk about the stuff we like. We'll talk about what we don't like. I think we're pretty level-headed. Yeah, yeah. Like, we want to enjoy wrestling. I don't think we're going to be one of those podcasts where all we do is shit on it. But we're also... we always think it's good shit. Yeah, good sure. Good but shit. we also look at it critically um, and we'll call them out on their stupid yeah, shit. We yeah. like the good shit. We'll call them out on what we think is the stupid shit. I'm well, sure there's a, a rant, lot in there's between. There's a rant they'll be there. And pretty soon we'll open up, you know, as the show grows, we'll get some email stuff platforms where fans can reach out and get be a part of the show too i'd love to get fan involvement but zach good show we're at just about an hour i think we did a pretty good job we'll do it again next week we'll see what happens this week what other crazy announcements we'll get who knows but we'll talk about them on the podcast so stay tuned everybody thanks for tuning in kale and zach we're out peace out wrestling what's a good I don't, you know, if you smell LLL or whatever. <laughs> that was a weird rocket. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs>